and welcome back to the Prescott Arts Beat. This is your host, Andrew Johnson Schmidt. You're listening to KJZA 89.5 FM, or in Prescott, 90.1 FM, or over the internet at www.coyoteradio.org. And uh, we're covering arts and entertainment throughout the Quad Cities. For those of you who just moved here from Iowa, the Quad Cities are Prescott, Prescott Valley, Chino Valley, and the Republic of Dewey Humboldt. Now, we have talked to people working in lots of different arts and culture, but we have a first here. We have never, ever, ever talked to anybody working in baseball, and not just any kind of baseball. No, we're not talking peewee baseball. We're not talking AAA baseball. We're not talking even professional baseball, if there was such a thing in northern Arizona. We're talking about vintage baseball. In fact, the Arizona Vintage Baseball League, which is going to have an exhibition game in Prescott, uh, kind of part of the uh, anniversary of the Charlotte Hall Museum, which was founded in 1928. It will be a recreation of a baseball game in 1928 to be played between the Phoenix Senators and the Bisbee Bees. And uh, here on the show, we have a gentleman from the Phoenix Senators. This is Neil Singh. Welcome, Neil. Uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, I, like I was telling you before the show, there's another gentleman who actually started the league, and he gets a lot of credit. John Tenney. This was his whole idea to to bring vintage baseball to Arizona. It's actually a sport that's played, or vintage baseball is being played in in many states all over the country, um, but not in Arizona. So he started it up, and I heard about it, and I heard that there, I'm from Phoenix. I live right in downtown Phoenix, just two blocks from Chase Field, and my first question was, where is the Phoenix team? And uh, when I found out that there wasn't one, I started it up, and that's, I guess, the rest is history. Can you break down for people, what's uh, when they go to see a vintage baseball game, how is it different from going down and seeing just regular old baseball? Well, what we've done is uh, we've become so fanatical about this that we have uh, researched um, the original teams that we are modeled after, which are two actual minor league teams that existed in Arizona, the Phoenix Senators, and John Tenney's team is called the Bisbee Bees. And uh, we took the same team colors. I have yet to find a photograph of what the original 1915 Phoenix Senators looked like, but I know from newspaper articles what the colors were. So we matched up the colors. We have the same uniforms. Um, there are actually companies out there that make vintage equipment. They make vintage gloves the way they were used back uh, before the uh, before 1900. So we've gotten uh, old-style gloves. We have old-style bats. And uh, the balls, the baseballs themselves, are the old lemon peels. Uh, so we play with, we basically recreate the whole experience and just play baseball the way that it, it used to be way back then, and that includes the rules with different. Like, like, what, well, like what, for example, is a different kind of rule? Well, one thing is that, that baseball in the late 19th century, the, the rules were changing so quickly that if you, if you go from one year to another, there's going to be totally different rules. But, um, so you can kind of select. You know, we basically end up choosing which year rule we're going to play for a particular game. But just for example, one of the bis- biggest examples, I think, is uh, maybe... I guess the 1864 rules or, or, or rules from the 1860s, if the hitter hits the ball and the ball bounces once, 
before it's caught by a fielder, that's an out. So even if, you know, a line drive that you hit into the outfield, one bounce, the outfielder catches it, it's an out. Uh, it can mean that you can ground it within the infield to the pitcher. If it's one bounce and the pitcher catches it, it's out. So that's one example. Now, do you change your, your ball playing style because of being vintage? You know, that's, uh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I'm thinking you get a, you get a, a grounder coming towards you playing deep in the, in the hole there. I would assume that your natural inclination is to charge up on it the way that you grew up doing it. Is it a little different? Yes and no. Um, first of all, I mean, you know, the gloves are obviously a lot smaller. They're not like regular gloves, modern gloves. They don't look at all like that. I think most people can probably identify with the glove that they picture on Babe Ruth. That's even more modern than the gloves we use now, but really, you know, small. And so you just can't catch the ball the same way. And uh, I think probably the biggest way that impacts the actual play of the game is uh, if you have a shortstop who's going to gun it to first base, um, (laughs) that's great, but, you know, the first baseman had better be able to catch it because he just doesn't have the same kind of glove that they do these days. So you kind of have to strategize. And, uh, you know, what ends up happening is the perfect throw to first base is actually a one bouncer. That makes it easiest for uh, first baseman to, to catch it. So, Well, now I would assume also the relationship between the players and the umpire is different given that more gracious time period. Yeah, absolutely, and that's something that really appeals to me. And I think most of the most of the guys uh, who who sign up, and I shouldn't say guys, there it's it's a co-ed league. Although we only have one woman so far, but um, between the two teams, but um, absolutely, the game is much more civil. There is no swearing, no spitting, cursing uh, allowed. No players allowed to argue with the umpire. A violation of these rules will result in a twenty-five cent fine. And. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's uh, it's great, and yes, there's a lot of respect uh, um, that uh, the players have to convey to the to the umpire, uh, and that's another interesting part of it. The umpire's dress, at least for the 19th century games, uh, if we're going to have a full blown game, then the umpire, you know, is usually wearing, you know, very formal attire at the time. He wasn't wearing an umpire's uniform like they do today. Well, that should be interesting as you're planning that. And folks, you can come down to Ken Lindley Field there on uh, on Gurley Street Sunday, October 26, 1 p.m. to see this game. Uh, you will see the start of the blood feud between <laughs> the Phoenix Senators and the Bisbee Bees. Very polite blood feud, but but with you know a little spunk in it. You know a little. Uh, this is where it starts. Uh, folks, remember, there's been baseball played on that little plot of land going back a long time, long time, over 80, 90 years at least, before it was called Ken Lindley Field. If you look at your, uh, go to Charlotte Hall Museum, stop by the archives, you'll see many photos of baseball going down in this place. This is in partnership with uh, Charlotte Hall Museum with their um, their uh, um, uh commemoration of their uh, anniversary and uh, actually the day before saturday uh 1 p.m at the museum in uh, the theater space the blue rose theater space uh j stewart rosebrook phd will be giving a lecture entitled diamonds in the desert arizona baseball and america in 1928 1928 the year that charlotte hall museum was founded and also the date 
that this baseball game is set to commemorate. 1928, what was going on in the world? Well, I'll tell you one thing that didn't happen, but could and will be recreated again. The Phoenix Senators taking on the Bisbee Bees. Now, we're going to go to a break when uh, after we talk uh, with some of our patrons. And folks, if you're out there and you see anyone from the uh, Frame and I, the Art Store, Charlotte Hall Museum, the uh, Prescott Fine Arts Association, uh, thank them for supporting KJZA and Public Radio and this humble radio show. We sure do appreciate them uh, helping us out here to get this show out. And uh, when we come back, we'll have uh, a new episode from the Blue Rose Theater at Charlotte Hall, their uh, play, The Ladies of the Garden. And then when we come back for the third segment, well, Neil's handlers, his press corps over there at the Phoenix Senators, have prepared him for the softballs that I lobbed at him in the first section. But I don't know if they've prepared him for Andrew's five big questions. So, no pressure, but you know, it was at this very segment uh, that you'll remember that one of the uh, lead office personnel at the uh, Diamondbacks burst into tears. Question number four, I think it was. So, uh, <laughs> uh, tune back in and give Neil huzzah. We'll be back in just a minute. I guess I grew up on an older road A pedal to the metal always did what I told Till I found out that my brand new clothes I came second hand from the rich kids next door And I grew up fast, I guess I grew up mean 